Hello and welcome back to the Gubba podcast. I'm Gubba, a first-time homesteader following in the footsteps of my homesteading forebearers. On this podcast, I discuss prepping, homesteading, food storage, and everything in between. Today is kind of an in-between episode because it is all about chickens and how to have and maintain a backyard flock or for your homestead. Chickens are related to homesteading. You can have them in your backyard, HOA and regulation permitting, so they're pretty neat. I have 15 chickens, 14 hens, and one rooster. This is my first year of having chickens, and I have learned a lot in the past few months of having them, and really it's gotten easier. I was a little stressed out in the beginning, you know, getting a new animal, but they have worked so well on the homestead. I love them. So first of all, for chickens, you need to find a source for your chickens. That is the first thing you will do. There are a lot of places that sell chickens, and usually your local farm supply stores are the best. So come spring, the stores will be alive with little chirps from chickens, ducks, turkeys, and sometimes pheasants and other little birds. You can also order chickens online and have them delivered to you. This is pretty fun because you will have access to way more breeds than you would just by going to your local farm store. You can usually sort by the color of egg that they lay two online. So say you want a chicken that lays blue eggs. Well, you can easily explore online what kind of chickens do that and order accordingly. In my experience, the farm stores don't have this kind of variety, but sometimes they will provide details of the chickens they're selling. So when I went to the farm stores this spring, there was maybe like 12 different breeds of birds and that also included like the ducks, the turkeys and everything. So with chickens, there was maybe four to five, but when you go online, there are so many and I literally love the little drop down menu and you could search all the different colored eggs. I thought that was fun. I mean, I ended up with chickens that just give me white eggs so far. So I literally didn't go too crazy. I ended up getting my chickens from a local homesteader selling Leghorn chickens and I'm happy with them. You can also get chickens locally from Craigslist. This is a good idea if you want to find out what breeds do well in your area. Some chickens are more cold or heat hardy and have different characteristics. So you can see what other people are breeding and have available to you and your surrounding area, which is neat. So I like that, but you also have to be careful because you don't want to get chickens that come from a sick flock and other sickly conditions. So just be careful if you're looking at Craigslist because places online or the farm store will back up the chickens that they sell you. I've noticed that locals sell a lot of heritage breed chickens, which I think is cool. A heritage breed chicken is a chicken that is bred from a line that existed prior to the mid 20th century. These lines haven't been tampered with and genetically modified like some of the zombie chicken breeds we have now. Heritage breeds tend to be more broody as well, which means they'll sit on their eggs and raise their own young. So they make great birds to have for a self-sufficient flock. So if you have a flock, you really love your birds, you want them to perpetuate their line, you will want broody hens and a rooster. And once you have figured out your source for chickens, figure out how many chickens you need. So three to four good laying hens will give you about a dozen eggs a week. 
So figure out how many eggs you eat a week and adjust accordingly. I'm trying to eat a dozen eggs a week, but I have 14 hens. And if I get three dozen eggs a week, I don't really know what I'll do with all the eggs. I better get pickling and freeze drying. I can't really share my eggs with my neighbors because everyone has chickens. My last neighbor get together, we had like this barbecue. A lot of the neighbors brought deviled eggs because they have a surplus of eggs. So there was multiple deviled egg trays there, which I thought was funny. And chickens are also flock animals. So you will want to get more than one for the happiness of your little chickens. You wouldn't want a chicken to roam around by itself. That would be so sad. It definitely needs a friend or two. And once you start buying chickens though, it is easy to get carried away because they're so cute and there's so many different varieties with different purposes. And did you know that there are different breeds of chickens which have different purposes? I think that is so cool. There are egg laying chickens that are optimized for eggs and won't have much meat on them. There are meat chickens which get fat and have a lot of meat and are optimized for meat production, but they won't give you a ton of eggs. But there are dual purpose breeds which are good for both eggs and meat, but you won't get an abundance of either generally. So you'll get some eggs and you also get some meat. I had researched prior and some homesteaders I listened to didn't care for the dual purpose chicken breed just because you don't get much meat or a ton of eggs and they suggested to do one or the other. Honestly, I can kind of see that with the chickens that I have. I would rather have their purpose be specified instead of a dual purpose breed and my chickens are specified for eggs and that is something that I want. I would love to do meat birds and just have birds that are just for meat so I know I'm going to be getting a lot of meat. On the other hand though, a majority of the heritage breeds are dual purpose. So if you want a heritage breed of chicken, they will be a dual purpose for you. So my chickens are egg laying hens and are a variety called a leghorn. They are a white leghorn and they give me white eggs. A leghorn chicken is just this beautiful little white chicken and it's smaller and it is bred for egg producing. They produce a ton of eggs. They even go through the winter giving eggs and they are white. So you won't get any exotic egg colors from them, which is okay for me. The only exotic thing I got from my leghorn so far was a massive egg. It was ginormous. Like I thought a dinosaur laid it and I couldn't imagine one of my chickens laying it because they're so small. And they lay in their little nest to give me cute little eggs and your chickens will need shelter, a place to sleep, and a safe place to lay their eggs. I would suggest a coop and the size will vary depending on your space availability. You will want nesting boxes for them to lay their eggs and be cozy in. You want it to be a comfortable environment for them to be laying their eggs. And the general rule is one nesting box to every three hens. They don't have to take up a ton of space, but my hens do prefer the bigger nesting box compared to 
are the smaller ones. I'm finding a majority of my eggs in there, though they could fit in all the nesting boxes. They go towards the bigger one. You will also want a roost for your chickens to sleep on. They sleep in order of superiority. So the higher they are in the pecking order, that is how they will sleep. Chickens are so funny and your chickens will find creative places to roost. So you will have to watch out for that because you will want them to roost generally on two by fours. So they're comfortable where you position them in the coop to make for an easy cleanup of their droppings. So you can make it so you have a little liner under the roost. So the droppings will drop onto the liner. It makes for an easy cleanup. So then you don't have to be constantly cleaning up their coop. Right now, a majority of my flock, so my leghorns sleep on the main roost, but then my five other chickens, they're sleeping on these little boards that are up in the windows that were meant to keep them out of the windows, but they decide they want to roost on them. So I have to take those down. So it's kind of a mess, but another thing that you can do with their mess, you can actually use their droppings for compost. Chicken droppings contain nitrogen. So they add nitrogen back into the soil and are a great additive to the ground. They fertilize your soil and yard. So just let your chickens roam and fertilize for you. Not only will they eat the bugs, but they will make your grass greener too. You can allow your chickens to free range. So you basically let them wander where they want to. And then at night, they will come back to the coop. This does require some training at first, but they know where they need to go to sleep. So they feel safe. You can also purchase a chicken tractor, which is a portable coop that you can attach to a back of a four wheeler or a truck to move around your yard or property. This has benefits because you can rotate where your chickens fertilize your yard. You can also do this by having portable fencing, but using a chicken tractor will definitely make it easier to move your chickens around and compared to the portable fencing that you'd have to lift up and move and figure out how to herd your chickens around. I personally have an enclosed chicken run that is large and my 15 chickens have so much space to roam about. You definitely want to have some sort of yard for your chicken to roam because how sad would it be for a little forager of a chicken to be cooped up in a coop all day long and never see the green grass? That would be so sad. So definitely plan in advance so you can give your chickens the happiest of lives. And that also comes with safety. So you'll have to keep in mind the safety of your chickens and what kind of predators you have around and predator proof your coop and run and chicken tractor accordingly. So for example, in my area, I have a lot of eagles and hawks. So I ran tinsel and string and rope over my chicken run because the birds of prey don't like to dive down into an area where they don't know how they are going to get out. So just think of that when you're setting up your run and chickens are just easy to take care of and are the perfect first homestead animal or backyard homestead said starter animal. They don't require a ton of maintenance and are pretty self-sufficient. You do have to keep their water and food bowls full so they have access to eat and drink and you want to keep that clean for them. I personally use a non-GMO feed that is organic because that's what I want to eat in my eggs, but that is up to you what you feed them. Chickens can eat most kitchen scraps too, which is nice to limit your kitchen waste. Today I took out radishes and the radish greens. I'll be taking out broccoli and greens later tonight for them too. And they just eat them up. They love it. If you have dogs, you will want to introduce them to your chickens slowly so they can get used
used to the chickens and not kill them if they happen to get out get out of the coop that would be so sad i don't think i've really discussed in detail what a broody chicken is or what goes into it so sometimes hens will get broody which i said that it means they will sit on their eggs to hatch them so you'll just go out there and you're just going to constantly be seeing this little hen sitting on her eggs she wants to have these babies this can be a good or a bad thing depending if you want to have baby chickens running around heritage breeds like i mentioned of chickens are more prone to go broody so that is up to you and what you prefer do you want little chickies running around you can have issues with that where the hen will bring in little chickies hatch them and then she'll be teaching them how to eat and go about the chicken run and then all of a sudden she's she's just done with the chickies and then the pecking order comes in and she's not nice to the chickies either and then you have to go in and serve defense for the little chickies so that's something to consider what kind of time you want to put in you could do a test run of little broody hen chickies and see how it goes you will also need a rooster to fertilize the eggs if you want to continue your flock but roosters in the flock can be great but they can also be bad they're great because they protect their hens but they're also bad because they protect the hens because of that they can get aggressive towards you or your family and even kids if they think even for a moment you are a threat to those hens my rooster is a leghorn rooster and i've been regularly around him since the day that i got him at about a month old and he hasn't shown any aggression towards me yet but he does look super mean and i wouldn't doubt that he would be aggressive towards others so be careful with roosters and handle them from the time they are baby chicks so they can become used to you and not attack you every time you go outside with the hens they have such sharp talons you would not want to be attacked by a rooster also there are different types of bedding you can use for chickens you can use sand straw wood shaving shredded newspaper and others I have read horror stories of using straw because it doesn't absorb moisture and just becomes a mucky mess. So I personally wouldn't recommend straw. I use pine shavings and so far it has been great inside my coop. The chickens like to scratch around in it and it keeps it clean. And this was such a big deal for me when I was figuring out how to set up my coop. Like what did I wanna use for the bedding? And I am in love with the wood shavings. Well, I hope you enjoyed this podcast all about chickens and make sure to let me know if you get any chickens. Tweet me a picture because I love seeing what y'all have going on. I love my chickens and it is a blast going out and watching them roam around. They're so much fun. What a peaceful time. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. Have a good day and don't do anything a gobble wouldn't do.